We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The following program has been pre-recorded. Thanks for tuning in this weekend to Let's Talk Portland, Odyssey Portland's weekly public affairs program. I'm Gary Bloxham. On the show this time, I'd like to welcome Christina Fuller with Fuller Events, and she's the festival director for the Waterfront Blues Festival. And also with us today is Jeremy Wilson with the Jeremy Wilson Foundation. Hey guys, welcome to Let's Talk Portland. Thanks hey so much Gary. for having us. So this is a busy weekend for the Waterfront Blues Festival because this baby is going on right now. Christina, let's talk about it. Yeah, we are in the middle of the 36th annual Waterfront Blues Festival down here in Waterfront Park. And the sun is shining, the, the music the music is happening, and folks are out. Poland feels good. Yeah, we couldn't have asked for better weather for the Waterfront Blues Festival. Yeah, they always say the yeah, unofficial start to summer in Portland is July 4th weekend. Yeah, <laughs> that's been, we've had a pretty good summer, though, so this is, this is awesome. And it's always such a delight when it turns out to be nice weather over the 4th of July. Mm-hmm. So let's mm-hmm. talk about what's happening at the festival this year. What's going on? We are back to four full stages, a hundred acts over the, the four days with music that's off the charts. Legends uh, on, on Monday night, we've got buddy guy living legend in the blues blues world. And as usual, an amazing roster of musicians that are new or new to you that are hitting our stages, all sorts of discovery acts. And then one of the things that we're most proud of, is tremendous amount of local and regional musicians that call Portland home or call the West Coast home that are taking the stages and um, surprising and delighting folks left and right. So we've got music for everybody filling filling the airwaves of, of downtown Portland. It's quite lovely. Yeah, and you're right in the middle of downtown Portland, the, at Tom McCall Waterfront Park. What a beautiful spot. It's, it's um, hard to beat that setting when you think about the Waterfront Blues Festival and all that makes Portland look good on the river, summer day, afternoon breeze, live music, you know, thousands of your best friends snuggled up next to you. It's a pretty sweet spot. So uh, tell me about what it's like when you get into the festival. Is it blankets? Is it chairs? Is it bring your own food? Is it everything for purchase? Oh. All, all the above. Okay. Um, there are different ways to experience the fest, depending on what type of ticket you you want to get. You can still get GA one-day tickets. You can still get a four-day festival, even though we're in. It gives you re-entry privileges. We've got VIP-level passes as well. But in general, you're more than welcome to bring a low-profile chair or about a beach uh, beach towel size spot if you want to lay, want to lay, lay out and do a little bit of... Um, sunbathing and then in the vip areas we've got benches and seats and all sorts of fun things to um keep yourself cozy all the things you can and can't bring are listed on our website but you can bring in outside food if you snacks but we've got plenty of amazing food vendors cold drinks 
a lot of really cool um, local artisans there to keep people well fed and um, hydrated as well. Yeah, that's one of the best things. Well, besides the music, of course, but all the all the vendors and the and the oh yeah the beers and things at the at the Waterfront Blues Festival. That's just delightful. Let's introduce uh, Jeremy Wilson one more time with the Jeremy Wilson Foundation. Tell me your connection with the Waterfront Blues Festival, Jeremy. Oh, wow. Well, um, we're the Jeremy Wilson Foundation Musician Health and Services Program. Um, Our connection was uh, made with the Waterfront Blues Festival in late 20, well, actually in, in, uh, I'm sorry, in 2020, um, when the darn pandemic was going and the wonderful fuller events people said we are going to figure out how to to keep the blues flowing in a happy way and and brought us on when when they took over from the food bank uh fuller wanted to um continue the legacy of the food assistance which is why meals on wheels is also another one of the charity partners but they also found out about the important work that we do which is helping musicians through medical uh, challenges and both through financial grants and by giving social worker navigator services uh, to to the to our applicants and uh, so we were just thrilled when we got the phone call to uh, be to be one of the charity partners and now we're in our third year we um, and we're learning so much we're just so grateful of fuller events and all the wonderful musicians we get to work with during this time Tell me more about the stuff that, that the foundation does. Like you help out musicians in, in what way? Well, it's, it's amazing what big britches our little organization uh, wears. We um, literally, the, we help out musicians, professional and semi-professional musicians. So that means semi-professional means you're, you're making at least some portion of your monthly income via making music which is a large swath of of the musicians um and we literally help people when they have medical challenges when i say medical challenges i mean everything from a a broken wrist to experiencing the hospice experience at the end of life and we are what we we like to call ourselves a boots on the ground organization because we're not just a fill out a form and you're only dealing with online forms and, and getting some sort of grant assistance. We both we offer both grants and real person interaction with um, our with our applicants, and that means that they get assigned a navigator, which we have uh, three wonderful navigators right now that work with us. And that means that that they they not only help them define what kind of um, help they need. But they also say, how can we maximize not only the financial grants that we're able to to help with, with uh, food assistance, rent assistance, all that kind of stuff. But are there other, um, you know, programs out there that are local or state or federal programs that they might also qualify for? So they work with our navigators on average for about three months period of time is usually what we see helps people through those kind of um uh, the 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 broken arm sort of side of things, but then there are the um, you know long term cancer treatments and stuff like that. So sometimes um, our their involvement with us can be as long as two years, believe it or not, that okay. we assist them through stuff. So it's really profound what what we do, and we've helped out God four or five hundred different local musicians at this point in, um, in the last uh, thirteen years. Oh, that's great. 
Jeremy, when and why did you start the foundation? Very good question. Um, I, we started the, the uh, foundation and we were founded in 2010 and um, it kind of all got going because back in around 2008 or so, I ended up in the hospital and got, it got determined that um, I have a congenital heart condition that um, I didn't know about. And um, I ended up in the hospital and folks started to, you know, found it, found out that I was there. I've been a long time musician here in Oregon for 35 years with the Dharma bums and another band called pilot. Um, but um, when I ended up in the hospital, people needed, wanted to help me. And so they, they threw a benefit for me that happened at a local club. And the irony was is that this money went to me, but just at the turn of the year, I got a 1099 miscellaneous income form for all the donations everybody gave me, which at the time was a, a really bad thing for me because one, I was already broke. Two, I was going through distress and in and out of the hospital. And three, I now had to, I was on the hook to pay taxes on that money. And so when I needed a second of four surgeries that I got for my heart, um, people wanted to do sort of the same thing. And I said, hey, you know, hold on a minute why are musicians like reinventing the wheel every time we want to help one another? What if we had an organization that created a general fund? Um, you know, I don't know if I need help this time or not, but let's, let's organize. And, 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 and if I need some help on that second surgery, I can, I can receive a grant then. But what really ended up happening is that we started the fund. We started to raise money. The idea of musicians helping musicians, the idea of friends, family, and fans, being part of the community. And so it was inspired by my own one being touched incredibly by how much the outpouring of love I got, you know, so it was, it changed my life and absolutely changed my life experiencing that. And I really, really from the bottom of my heart, I wanted other people to experience that too. And I also wanted to figure out a good way that we didn't have to, as I always say, we don't need to reinvent the wheel every time we want to throw a fundraiser to help each other. And um, and it's blossomed into this incredible program now. I mean, it's it's just, I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. What a, what a cool story. How do, you, how do you raise money? What's the main way you do that? 90% of our money comes from friends, family, and fans. So the, the, the actual music community um and um so we are very very event oriented we're so grateful to have now a regular event with the waterfront blues festival because that helps us raise tens of thousands of dollars every year by having our tent there and and doing different events stuff that we do there but um 90 percent of what we uh do is through events and then through individual donors online we've um you know, we, you know, being a musician is kind of cool because I, I think it kind of keeps you abreast to uh, technology and stuff. So I've been really robustly online for over 20 years, and we were very much ahead of the curve when it came to um, uh, sourcing uh, donations and stuff online. Even 14 years ago, people didn't even know what a PayPal was kind of thing, you know, <laughs> and we were already up and doing that. So we've it's through real community contact and one-on-one -on -one contact with people is how we raise money. That's great. Let me bring in Christina Fuller one more time at the waterfront blues festival. Christina, this sounds like a, a match made in heaven, right? You're connected with 
with the Jeremy Wilson Foundation. How did that happen? How did you guys get connected? It is a match made in heaven with the festival's roots so deeply and interconnected in the community. It, it made sense to, to find or, or be connected, have the universe connect um, Jeremy Wilson Foundation and the Waterfront Blues Festival. A mutual friend of our organizations actually did the introduction. Norm Eater is a festival fan and photographer and, and all around connector of humans. And during the pandemic, he basically said, you guys need to meet each other and learn, learn more about each other. And from there, it was pretty obvious that the festival had a really unique platform with fairly high visibility and reach to fans that love and care about musicians and would appreciate and understand and value the work that, uh, that the JWF does. And so it's, it is something where there's truly enough there's a, enough bandwidth for all of us to, to win and share the fans and share the exposure and share the opportunity. And so bringing them on board as a community partner was an easy decision. Um, and we're, we're so thrilled and so proud to stand beside them as they help musicians in our neighborhood and musicians on our stages and musicians that play near and far from like Jeremy was saying, from folks that are semi-professional to, to folks that are, true touring musicians that that I think people may be surprised that it isn't always easy and you aren't immediately a rock star and you're not just Bruce Springsteen with all of the resources that even folks that we think have made it still need help and to have the Jeremy Wilson Foundation be there to help navigate challenging things is such a win for our community and a really easy partnership for the Blues Festival to get behind. Yeah. Well, the Blues Festival is such a community event. Anyway, right? You guys have always been involved with the community and you have some other uh, beneficiaries of, of the festival too. Talk about those. Yeah, we have uh, the Meals on Wheels People organization here in Portland as our, another, as our other primary community partner for the 2023 festival. And the work they do is amazing. They provide food and connection to seniors in our neighborhood. And as folks may, may know, the, the festival has a long history of fighting hunger and we love to carry that tradition forward. And feel and see so many overlaps in terms of nourishing folks with food and nourishing folks with music and connection. And if if we can keep our seniors connected and fed, it just makes a more vibrant community. And the work and the tireless amount of deliveries and meal prep that Meals on Wheels people do, uh, does in our in our region is pretty astounding. And so they're back on board as a community partner this year, and we're we're really thrilled to be partnering with them again as well. Oh. Well, the Blues Fest is going on right now at Waterfront Park. So, Christina, talk about some of the events that uh, people can come and see. What's, tell, tell me some of the musicians. You've got some big stars this year. We've got so much going on. We've got music for any, any music lover of any genre. And then we have things that go beyond the music, which is always so fun about a festival, is that we get to have fun with it and really build out an experience. So we talked a little about the food and drink, which is so fun. We're starting every morning down here at the festival with a wellness on the waterfront class. So we've got yoga classes and we've got movement classes, dance classes to warm folks up and kind of get the right mindset as we lead into the festival each morning at 930 here on the front porch dance, uh, front state, front porch dance floor. Uh, we have a really amazing kids area this year. We're really proud of kids 12 and under are free at the Waterfront Blues Festival. And that is really intentional from our team and also supported by one of our great partners, Buick GMC of Beaverton, to ensure that kids have access to music and hear music and can fall in love with what it is and make sure that it's accessible for families. And so we love that kids 
come to the festival and see it multi-generational. We see parents with their kids that also bring their parents. So we see three generations, you know, walking across the park as they're headed to get a snack or go catch out a band. And so that's really cool. And our kids area is built out this year with craft making and face painting and uh, small, small little music pop-ups. And we've got Mike Bennett, who's a local illustrator, who's beloved, built out musical instrument characters that you'll see as uh, we walk into the area and greet. So there's fun, fun for the whole family, just in terms of activities beyond, beyond the music, but the music always takes front and center uh, across our four stages, plus our, our blues cruises. And uh, it's, it's hard to know where to start. Um, (laughs) I, I, I know folks that, that print out the schedules old fashioned four days in a row and they have it out and then they map their trajectory at 12 o'clock. They're at the stage and one o'clock they're at that stage. And then at one 30, they catch that person. And it is so fun to see them navigate the genres from catching a Zydeco act on the front porch stage to then go check out, you know, Celise, you know, a female guitarist that is just crazy cool. And then going to, to swing by and catch low steel, LaRonda Steele's daughter, who is, has her own set. She's been coming to the Blues Festival for her entire life. For first time taking the stage, she was probably a babe in arms. And now she has her own set on one of our main stages, which is so cool. So I I love the Portland musicians, frankly. I'm so proud to stand beside them or, or stand behind them, frankly, as they really shine a light on how dynamic and uh, cool our music scene is, frankly. Um, but... Some of the headliners will always steal our hearts. Tonight we have um, a really super cool lineup of, of folks that people may or may not know. And we've got um, just a, a, a lineup that is fun for everybody. And that's really um, dynamic. Again, we've got Buddy Guy tomorrow night. We close out July 4th, not only with the fireworks, but with the Mavericks. And if folks yeah. don't know the Mavericks, they need to know the Mavericks. <laughs> they will um, just take folks away into a really cool um, Latin blues whole sort of mix. And really just you won't be able to sit still. And so that will be really fun to take us into July 4th. God, this sounds so awesome. Can you talk, Christina, a little bit about the, the Portland music scene? You touched on it just a little bit and, and kind of what it's been like and what it is now, because obviously the pandemic threw a wrench into everything, right? There just wasn't a scene for a while. Yeah. So yeah. What's, what's it like now? The, it feels really creative. It feels like it has an opportunity and is just being rebirthed. I think fans, which are necessary in the music ecosystem, um appreciate and understand the value of music and i hope that translates as well to valuing musicians and um as we see um this the summer of 2023 feels like we're we've 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 done a good little shake into the last couple years and we're looking forward with clear eyes and clear hearts and we're ready for the music and i think the portland music scene feels vibrant feels like there's so much new music coming out. I feel like I see in my social media feeds and what we're going on. It's so many people are coming out with new projects, whether it was a pandemic project or now they feel the freedom, clarity, whatever it is. So there's all sorts of new music in the scene. And a lot of the, the folks that we've known as really marquee members of our music community are thriving and they're welcoming in new folks. People are moving still to Portland 
for our scene and our music scene as well. So as challenging as some things may seem right now, I think that the scene of music really in Portland is exciting and it feels like we've got a lot of growth. We've got really cool independent venues doing, doing the thing year round and, you know, festivals like the waterfront blues festival, like the jazz fest in, in February, like Pickathon coming up next month. These are all the things that really make a really livable city and region. And it's really enriching as a fan like myself. And I'm sure it has to be tremendously exciting for a musician like Jeremy to see the music scene and the actual musicianship just continue to excel. Yeah, I, I think all, you know, what, what I think is the best thing is that the shift has kind of gone in the, in the fans mind now that they, that they're not afraid to go out to the club now, or they're not afraid to go to the festival because while everything Christina said, the one reason why the JWF is so important in 2023 is that, For instance, in 2023, believe it or not, we've helped out more people in the first quarter than we did all last year. I mean, I mean, it's just kind of incredible because there was a lot of pivoting that musicians had to do and scrambling that they had to do to survive the last three years. So now there's while they're trying to pivot back to a kind of shook up music scene. Right. There's a lot of mental turmoil going on, which is sounds maybe pathetic or something, but it's not. People are really still just like trying to deal with it, you know, and stuff. So we've been really helping them through um, finding some counseling and those types of things as well on the mental health side of things. But there's definitely an optimism in my friends and the musicians I know. They're getting back out on the road, which if everybody knows, you know, it's it's really hard to make any money from sales of music because most of it's available for free and all that stuff. So just like in the old, old days, if you're not touring, you're not making money, right? So it's so, so, so vital that that the fans go out and see live music and support musicians at, at their shows. You know what? And and get out of the slump of being in your basement all, all the time now, you know, from, from COVID. You know, get out and get that body moving. And, you know, it is an optimistic time now, Gary. For the, for the for Portland and you know my wife and I have been driving around just saying man Portland's feeling good people are out yeah. on the streets you know things are looking cleaner things are I don't know it's just there's it, a good vibe it feels good all of a sudden yeah you're right Jeremy we've got a couple minutes left but I want to make sure you get a chance to talk about this uh, compilation album you have yes 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 <laughs> we're so excited about the the blues uh, the JWF blues uh, 2023 festival compilation that we've put together in fact we've named the record no stopping the blues because there's there's no stopping music and musicians and and that desire to be um uplifted through music um you know i'm going to be really frank and transparent christina knows i'm like this um but we you know there's we we're such a small organization and, and 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 money is really an important thing for us to be able to 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 have these grants and services be available and i gotta tell you there's nothing harder than running a raffle at a giant festival right so we we were really like what can we do different that's not a raffle and and is connected to the music and for the longest time i have wanted to put together compilation albums of local musicians and we finally 
reached out and and Christina and the Fuller Events gave us the thumbs up and we put together a, an amazing down digital downloaded album that just for $15 or more of a donation you can get that download right at jwfmusic.org right and are you ready for this lineup we've got Andrew Matthews band Jujuba River City Riot uh, brass band we've got Soul Vaccination Ural Thomas in the Pain. We have an unreleased oh, track oh, of his. We got, we've got the Strange Tones. Terry Robb got back to us. He was like the first person. He was so excited. Northwest Bone Gang, Sister Mercy, the Bayou Boys, Johnny Wheels and the Swamp Donkeys, who I didn't know about until now, and they're one, one of my new favorites. The most beautiful of all beautiful people, Mary Flower, is on there. We've got Lloyd Jones and Tevis Hodge Jr. If you do not know who that guy is, you have got to get into Tevis Hodge. And then we've got Ray Gordon and friends also on the album. So it's a mix of old and new. It's available at jwfmusic.org. It's uh, pay, pay what you will. Um, don't, and all the donations, all of the, 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 the bands gave this all royalty free and are allowing 100% of the proceeds to go to the grants and services, which is our, our relief fund. So, awesome. It's, so awesome. it's awesome. It's called No Stopping the Blues. Well, this is a perfect weekend and perfect next few days through the 4th of July. It's just, it's music, music, music in Portland, 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 right? It's the Waterfront Blues Festival going on right now. This is super exciting, you guys. Have a great festival. Thanks Thank so much, Gary. We've been talking today with Christina Fuller, Festival Director for the Waterfront Blues Festival, and Jeremy Wilson with the Jeremy Wilson Foundation. If you'd like to hear this interview again, just search for Let's Talk Portland on the Odyssey app. Let's Talk Portland is an Odyssey Portland public affairs program. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.